Are you a person who has experienced the birth of a child in your life? Most likely you are. I dare to say that there's a slight chance that you're the parent of this child. You even might be the one who gave birth to them. But that would be just one type of birth. In this podcast, I will continuously discover many kinds of birth. Like the one when it feels like sleeping for many previous years and now something has changed. And you you feel like born once again as discovering everything for the first time. Either way, whatever your experience is, I welcome you here. I am a mother and wife and I am amazed by the path I've chosen. I'm a birth doula childbirth educator, sleep consultant, and also an end-of-life or death doula. My approach is trauma-informed, evidence-based, and gender, race, age, and in any other way inclusive. I thrive on topics that are raw and real. In this episode, which is our first one, I will introduce you to one of my favorite books. Women Who Run With The Wolves by Clarissa Pinkola Estes. I will read a little and give my reflection based on that reading. I hope you enjoy this episode, and if you stay till the end, you will discover something about me. One interesting fact about my life. Sit back. I hope you have something nice and warm in your cuppa, and enjoy. If you don't go out in the woods, nothing will ever happen, and your life will never begin. Don't go out in the woods. Don't go out, they said. Why not? Oh. Why should I not go out in the woods tonight, she asked. A big wolf lives there who eats humans such as you. Don't go out in the woods. Don't go out. We mean it. Naturally, she went out. She went out in the woods anyway. And of course, she met the wolf, just as they had warned her. See? We told you, they crowed. This is my life, not a fairy tale, you dolt, she said. I have to go to the woods, and I have to meet the wolf or else my life will never begin. But the wolf she encountered was in trap. In a trap that this wolf's leg was in. Help me. Oh, help me, I, 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 cried the wolf. Help me, oh, help me, he cried. And I shall reward you justly. For this is the way of wolves in the tales of this kind. How do I know you won't haul me? She asked. It was her job to ask questions. How do I know you will not kill me and leave me lying in my bones? Wrong question, said the wolf. You'll just have to take my word for it. And the wolf began to cry and wail once again and more. 
Oh, I, I, there's only one question worth asking, fair maiden. Or I, so... Oh, you wolf. I will take the chance. All right here. And she sprang the trap. And the wolf drew out his paw. And this she bound with herbs and grasses. Ah. Oh. Thank you, kind maiden. Thank you, sighed the wolf. And because she had read too many of the wrong kind of tales, she cried, Go ahead, and kill me now, and let us get this over with. But no, this did not come to pass. Instead, this wolf put his paw upon her arm. I'm a wolf from another time and place, said he. And plucking a lash from his eye, he gave it to her and said, Use this, and be wise, and from now on you will know who is good, and who is not so good. Just look through my eyes and you will see clearly. For letting me live, I bid you live in a manner as never before. Remember, there's only one question worth asking fair maiden were I so and so she went back to the village happy to still have her life and this time as they said just stay here and be my bride or do as I tell you or say as I want you to say and remain as unwritten upon as the day you come. She held up the wolf's eyelash and peered through and saw their motives as she had not seen them before. And the next time the butcher waited the meat, she looked through her wolf's eyelash and saw that he waited his thumb too. And she looked at her suitor who said, I'm so good for you. And she saw that her suitor was so good for exactly nothing and in this way and more she was saved from not all but from many misfortunes but more so in this new seeing not only did she uh, see the sly and the cruel she began to grow immense in heart for she looked at each person and waited them anew through his gift from the wolf she had rescued and she saw those who were truly kind and went near to them and she found her mate and stayed all the days of her life she discerned the brave and came close to them she apprehended the faithful and joined with them she saw be bewilderment under anger and hastened to soothe it and she saw love in the eyes of the shy and reached out to them she saw suffering in the stiff-lipped and courted a laughter. She saw need in the man with no words and spoke for him. She saw faith deep in a woman who said she had none. And rekindled her, hers from her own. She saw all things with the lash of a wolf. All things true and all things false. All things turning against life and all things turning toward life 
all things seen only through the eyes of that which waits the heart with heart and not with mind alone. This is how she learned that it is true what they say, that the wolf is wisest of all. If you listen closely, the wolf in its howling is always asking the most important question, not where is the next food, not where is the next fight, not where is the next dance, but the most important question in order to see into the behind, to weight the value of all that lives. War, I, soul, war, I, soul, where is the soul, where is the soul? So go out in the woods, go out. If you don't go out in the woods, nothing will ever happen and your life will never begin. Go out in the woods, go out. Go out in the woods, go out. Go out in the woods, go out. So, um, today, actually, I'm recording this another day. And this is a morning now. It's an official Easter, Easter day morning, and um, I just feel it puts nicely together everything that I wanted to say about um, about birth and rebirth and beginning of something new in this particular episode in our household we celebrate um, the actual astronomical and some call it pagan whatever way you choose to call it uh, we, we tend to do our research and uh, follow the nature's path and the way nature tells us uh, to to be awake or <laughs> to be more alert and then there is time to be more um, sleepier <laughs> and more um, more seeking a place of cozy and uh, this is the time of the year that we all tend to wake up a bit so that is the reason I feel it it all goes together so nicely and uh, this morning as well I woke up and uh, the birds were singing so loud and again it just accompanies the the feeling that it's all happening in its own flow and it happens as it's supposed to happen and I'm delighted I can be part of it and uh, in regards to what I've read from the book the reading you heard, you, you heard or you will hear 
um, go out in the woods. Don't be afraid. Because only when you look closely, pay attention, and sometimes are afraid, and sometimes, or most of the times, don't know the, the right answer. Most likely, that's the correct direction to go, because nothing new ever is born out of the known and the ordinary and uh, out of plain, simple rules. Nothing truly creative, new, is born out of boringness, boredom, and just plain, relaxed state. I'm not talking here about um, being in a meditative state or in a, in a state of prayer. Amazing things happen in that moment, but if we, if we look at it at a microcosmos level, then we can clearly see that uh, there are a huge amount of things happening during that time. So it just makes me think of a time when I was about 14 or 15 and then um, I, I, I love to just take long walks everywhere. <laughs> And sometimes I took my my friend with me, or sometimes she took me on a walk, and we just went exploring. We also did a fair amount of hitchhiking, but this one time I saw something has been written on the wall. Uh, one of the old buildings we went to explore, and it was something like this. The main idea was something like this. When you don't care, then you're dead. So, um, my wish for myself and for each one of you is um, not be that person who does not care. May you have that energy, that, that life in you that strives to see good for yourself and for others nearby you. It may not necessarily be something active that you do in your life, but um, whatever, <laughs> there is this saying, whatever makes your soul sing. So let that thing be more in your life and less of a thing, less of those things that, um, that make you feel that you don't belong or that you're, yeah, 
in a plain language that you're dead. Breathe. Explore. And go out in the woods. As obviously you've stayed till the end of the episode here. Here's the the fun thing about me. And uh, maybe it's not fun for... It's not an obvious fun for everyone. But... um, second marriage. I've been married before. I got married when I was about 20 and um, divorced a couple of years later. So here it is. We come to the end of the first episode here on my podcast. I hope you had some some awesome thoughts during this time together and see you next time